Everybody, welcome to Wednesday of this first week of Lent, and happy to be with you again today. Uh, let's begin right away. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The Lord be with you. So let's recollect our minds and hearts for a moment. Let's ask God for mercy. Let's ask him to keep us faithful to our Lenten observances that we might indeed be prepared to celebrate the Holy Three Days. Lord Jesus, you are the light of the world. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the light that scatters darkness. Christ, have mercy. You are the light, Jesus, that will never be extinguished. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Look kindly, Lord, we pray on the devotion of your people, that those who by self-denial are restrained, restrained in body may by the fruit of good works be renewed in mind. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jonah. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, set out for the great city of Nineveh, and announce to it the message that I will tell you. 
So Jonah made ready and went to Nineveh, according to the Lord's bidding. Now Nineveh was an enormously large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began his journey through the city and had gone but a single day's walk, announcing, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be destroyed. When the people of Nineveh believed God, they proclaimed a fast, and all of them, great and small, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in the ashes. Then he had this proclaimed throughout Nineveh, by decree of the king and his nobles, neither man nor beast, neither cattle nor sheep, shall taste anything. They shall not eat, nor shall they drink water. Man and beast shall be covered with sackcloth and call loudly to God. Every man shall turn from his evil way and from the violence he has in hand. Who knows, God may relent and forgive and withhold his blazing wrath so that we shall not perish. When God saw by their actions how they turned from their evil way, he repented of the evil that he had threatened to do them. He did not carry it out. The word of the Lord. Wash away Mercy on me, O God, in your goodness. In the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin, cleanse me. Wash heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. Wash away. pleased with sacrifices. Should I offer a burnt offering, you would not accept it. My sacrifice, O God, is a contrite spirit. A heart contrite and humbled, O God, you will not spurn.
Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While still more people gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, this, this generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign. No sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became the light, the sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation. She will condemn them because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. But there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because at the preaching of Jonah, they repented, and there is something much greater than Jonah here. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we've had that gospel just recently, Mark's version of some of that same stuff. But let me begin this way. Here is uh, some words by N.T. Wright, which I hope are very recognizable to all of you. And he says this, The great church is completely dark. It is nighttime, and the crowd outside the front door shuffles around and stamps to keep warm in the chilly April air. Then the fire is lit. With a sudden glow on all the watching faces, a single candle is lit from the fire. The doors swing open. The light moves forward into the pitch black church. And the Easter celebration begins. Soon the whole place will be full of flickering, glowing candlelight. And the light of God's power and love shines into the darkness of the world. Again, I hope that rings very, very familiar to all of you. Not everybody starts Easter that exact same way. We start Easter in that way. But those who do get the point that Jesus is the great light of the world. Jesus Christ is risen as the great light of the world. So today we have Jesus on his way to Jerusalem, light in the midst of darkness. And just like that candle comes into the church and, and uh, begins to light up the whole church as everybody else lights their candles, uh, this light begins to scatter the darkness. And as Jesus makes his way to Jerusalem, I can imagine kind of like that. Here's the Christ candle. Here's Jesus on his way. And gradually, slowly, others get lit as they go. And the light of the kingdom, the light of Christ, uh, scatters the darkness all the way to Jerusalem. But then there are people who prefer the dark as opposed to the light. Light brings hope. Light brings life. But light, light also brings judgment with the shoes. Do we really want the light? everything the light entails, or do we want to choose darkness? Now, in the gospel today, Jonah and the queen of the south choose light. The sign of Jonah, the sign of Solomon, are the one are signs for those that seek the light. The Ninevites surprise Jonah by accepting the light. The queen of the south accepts the light, but something greater than Jonah and Solomon here. So, here, Jesus' generation, in many ways, refuse the light. They choose the darkness. Not all, not all, but many, many did. You know, we, we talked on Follow Your Faith about why it was that Jesus wasn't talked a whole lot about in the secular media of his day. 
I think it's because those that wrote those things, those who were in charge of those things, the Romans themselves and even the Jewish uh, uh, leadership, they didn't want to talk about Jesus. They, they, they kind of wanted to uh, squash this light. They, refer, they, they, they refused to change, and in many ways, they refused the light as well at the same time. Uh, so it says in the gospel here today, they wanted a sign, which is a kind of refusal. And then in another place, they say Jesus cast out demons because he's in a league with the devil. How ridiculous that even claim might is in many, many different ways. But that's why I think another reason that Jesus wasn't mentioned a lot. They don't want him to be mentioned a lot. And by the Gospels, put that out there, and as we mentioned in Follow Your Faith, Paul was a great mover shaker that put that out there too. And remember, asking for a sign means seeking religion without real faith, without real change of heart. Seeking some kind of a strange certainty that requires nothing of us. And that's a religion we need to eradicate and get rid of. And it is alive and well in our world today. Religion that only wants to take and not want to give. Not open to the light, but uh, seeks a kind of certainty that asks for nothing from us. This is not a religion that is worthy of the name, actually, in many, many different ways. But it's very, very much among us. So hopefully not for us. Hopefully you and I are not seeking a sign. There's plenty of signs. Let's open ourselves up to them. Let's be like uh, the Queen of the South. Let's be like Jonah. Let's be like the Ninevites in many ways. Let's open ourselves up to the light that is present here among us and shining, scattering the darkness inside of all of us, especially that part of all of us that doesn't really want to change that part of us that actually, in many ways, seeks darkness rather than to light. Here's my questions for today. I have a couple. Can you recognize the light? Can this light open us to this light in a whole new way? And do you see unmistakable signs of the light that are all around us as we prepare to see the great light penetrate the darkness once again in the Holy Three Days? God bless you, folks. Thank you for joining me, and uh, glad to be with you all the time. I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye now.